0: Welcome to the Wanderlust Live podcast mini-series, where I will be chatting to travelling families about all things education on the road. We had
1: to make sure that we had either downloaded work to going off-grid, or we were able to tap into a reception somewhere to be uploading and keep online classes um, continuing throughout.
0: Nothing is off-limits when my guests share their experiences ...about educating their kids whilst travelling Australia. If
1: they're not feeling it or if it's travel day, we might do do some reading eggs and things while we're in the car.
0: If you have any questions or wish to be featured on upcoming episodes, please reach out to me via my social media platforms, which you will find in the show notes. Robbie Pollock is a mum of two beautiful girls cruising Indy and wife to Luke, and together they are young, driven and living. Welcome, Robbie. Hello! Hello, hello, hello. I forgot to Thank mention you that you're. Me. Oh, you're welcome. I forgot to mention that you're um, a mum of two fur babies as well now. Yes, mum of two
1: toddlers, actually. <laughs> we have a, a pug and a sausage and uh, they're a part of our travels now, which is uh, great, but uh, definitely testing at times. <laughs>
0: And we'll leave that to another episode.
1: <laughs> I think that's a whole. I think that's a whole other podcast in itself. Travelling with dogs.
0: Amazing. So, can I just get you to share a little bit of a, a quick snippet of how long you guys have been travelling for? Because I know we kind of set off at the same time around 2018. So you guys are still travelling. Um, so yeah, how long you been travelling for? And how old um, is Cruising and Indie? Okay. So, we have been traveling for coming up to
1: three years, but they've actually uh, been doing distance schooling uh, close to four. Mm. So, um, they are 10 and 11 at the moment uh, in year five and six, uh, and uh, is going into high school next year. So, yeah, they, they started quite young, and um, it's definitely been a a journey mm-hmm. uh with the with the schooling but um yeah they've they've definitely found their groove with it now after all these years
0: yeah amazing and so what education flat, platform did you guys choose and why did you choose it did you look around and yeah. see what was going to be best for you or did you have somebody already doing it that recommended why how did you yeah. choose
1: yeah. So, so what we did, we were already in contact with quite a few traveling families at the time, yep. and it was really, uh, yeah, getting in touch with them and finding what was working with them, and using their experience in um, in comparing different, you know, distance schooling platforms. So we uh, we had a recommendation for Nepsode, which is the Northeast Public School of Distance Education, mm-hmm. and they are located in Port Macquarie actually a, a distant school set up beside a public school. So mm-hmm. we were recommended to them. And I still remember the phone call uh, to the principal, Deb. She's an absolute legend, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we were explaining our situation and, and really what we were looking um, to achieve while traveling. And I remember she said, um, she said, we don't want school to become a burden for you. We, we know traveling is your number one priority. And at that moment, I was like, you are the school for us. Let's yep. get this going. Let's get these enrollment forms. And, and that's how we started off with NEPSODE.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I can relate because I went through distance education Victoria and I found that a lot of their schoolwork kind of took over the whole point of actually travelling and that's to go out and explore the country and spend time, you know, as a family and not be kind of stuck indoors doing that schoolwork all day. So, um, I love that that's what she said and, and that was kind of her her mission for the kids.
1: Yeah, we've we've heard that as well and we have uh met some you know some other traveling families some of them uh, had been uh, school teachers previously and they had enrolled their kids into mm-hmm. distance schooling and that exact same um that exact same thing like just the workload and the yep. pressure yep. um and it certainly was taking away from their travel so mm-hmm. super stoked that we found uh, Nepso yep. and uh we've we've recommended quite a few traveling families and and children to them yeah. Now, um, and, and, all, and all with great success as well, you know, hearing the feedback from them, it's a good fit
0: for them as well. And so, what was the enrolment process like? Was it quite easy to get the girls in there?
1: I mean, there's definitely, um, it is certainly a process um, and depending on, you know, where you live and, and all of that, I'm not sure how things have changed now. It may have changed with um, catchment and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so, it was certainly a process um, for us. Um, but in saying that, you know, it, it wasn't difficult. I think once you decide which way you want to go, it's like any school, you know, yep. filling out the enrolment forms and going through the whole process with that.
0: And so how do you receive your workload? Is it online? Is it in packs?
1: We, we're a bit of both. So they will send us out some school packs in the blue school satchel. Yeah. Uh, so we receive them and they have worked out a really good system with the girls where they have their... Uh, their workbooks and whatnot you know each day and and the girls are quite independent in going through them and working through it and then they have a scheduled video call once a week with their teacher so yep. we've been really lucky um you know prior to this year they've had the same teacher all the way through oh wow uh, that's been amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah and now now they have a new teacher this year and she's amazing as well but you know, they're obviously transitioning to to that new teacher and and, uh, finding their groove, Um, and as is the new teacher as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so I've travelled with you a little bit on the road and you guys were absolutely nailing the whole homeschooling distance ed thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does your day look like? Because I know the girls – you try and get the girls up and doing their schoolwork in the morning and then mm. they've got the rest of the day to go and explore and play and all of that. So, yeah, just sort of explain what, what your typical day looks like when it comes to to schooling.
1: Well, you must have been with us on a really good day or the girls <laughs> must have been showing off or something when you were here because it's not always like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but something that we have really encouraged them um, through this whole process is to be independent and be resourceful. So. Yeah. Uh, even though we are, I guess you could say the supervisors, like a parent will be the supervisor and they're enrolled into a school with a teacher. Uh, we are there to supervise, but we do encourage them if they have questions or if they're stuck on something to actually pick up the phone and call their teacher, uh, during school hours. And that way, you know, she can work through those problems, um, with her. Yep. Um, because we're certainly not school teachers um mm. and you know we we find that works better for them you know actually learning from their teacher than us sitting there and, and trying to explain or understand mm. um <laughs> I don't know what it is but even some you know some of the the, the school work, you know you just forget what it was like being back at school and yeah it is great having the teacher there to actually uh explain it to them in a way that they understand it mm-hmm. um so yeah
0: yeah, perfect. So, you basically, yeah, you get up, you do some schoolwork, you let the girls sort of independently move through it and you're there as their supervisor but you're obviously leveraging yep. the teachers, that's their job, that's what they're there for and they're yep. they're online or and, and on the phone as well for them to call?
1: Yeah, either or. So, they'll either, uh, you know, email her or, um, you know, set up another video call if they need to or generally just, they'll just call the school and yep. and get onto her that way. You know, as for scheduling and whatnot, traveling full time every day does look different. Mm. And depending on where we are with service or if we have reliable Wi-Fi, you know, sometimes they will smash out a couple of hours of schoolwork in the morning, and then we've got the rest of the day. Or sometimes they won't do any, you know, until the afternoon, or even missing a few days, you know, depending on what we're doing, and then they'll catch up on it. But we've never felt pressured in any way, or we've never had. The school or the teacher kind of breathing down our necks, you know, mm-hmm. about schoolwork. They are very understanding, and if at any time something's not working, it's uh, an easy conversation to have with them and, and to find a way that works for us all. Yeah, we do try to have have a schedule and and have have some structure, but yeah, traveling, you just you never know where you're going to be and and for how long you're going to be there either. So Yeah,
0: as you said, not putting too much pressure on yourselves, not putting too much pressure on the kids. You know, every day is different. Yeah. You want to enjoy what you're doing, <clears throat>, travelling around Australia and, um, yeah, enjoying it. So do you yeah. guys cover most of your core subjects or how's it broken up?
1: You know, obviously their maths, their English, their um, geography and, and social studies and whatnot. And the best thing about distance is that they do tailor it to suit um, travelling and and travel life, so it is a little bit different to, I guess, what they would be learning in school. Mm-hmm. But they're very flexible. And I guess creating, you know, creating a fun way of learning with the curriculum that would resonate with them.
0: Travelling—that's awesome. Keeping it really exciting and interactive, and yeah, yeah. getting them enjoying their schoolwork, which is nice. <laughs> which yeah, is always exactly. nice. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's amazing. So four years, nearly doing um, episode, um, mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoying it, and yeah. I think you're totally nailing it. I think you're doing, you guys are doing a great job with your girls. They're beautiful, mature girls. And um, I know you've got something super exciting coming up, which we were talking about Mm. the other day. So you are in Tassie at the moment, but what are your plans? What are your plans?
1: Well, yeah, we are in Tassie at the moment. We've got another month uh, left here. We've been down here for the last couple of months and um, cruising around and exploring, but we do have a few properties uh, in Queensland and one of them is in the beautiful Agnes water of 1770 mm-hmm. um, so we are planning on heading back to that Cruzie's is going to high school next year and and Indy's not far off so it was a conversation you know that we needed to have as a family and seeing where they were at and just putting it out there you know if they are interested in, in trying school out for a while and yep. um, and seeing how they feel and they're actually really excited excited to be starting school and we're super stoked that there's a Steiner school Mm -hmm. in Agnes and they can only have a maximum of 50 students so it's a cute uh, school it's actually on the beach it used to be the old surf club and they've converted that into a Steiner school which is you know certainly uh, our type of vibe and right up our alley where they work with a child's strength and and really um, encourage that so it's not necessarily just a straight curriculum and then that's that's a one fit for every single child. Um, they do obviously take the time to to really find, you know, what a child is passionate about and yeah. and what they're excited about and um, and then tailoring their learning to suit that. So we're super excited to actually get them in. Uh, we have thought that they uh, were fully at capacity this year, but they have had a few openings. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will be starting term two in a Steiner school. And, I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes. If, if for some reason it doesn't work out or they're not really uh, enjoying it, we can always go back to distant schooling yep. and, and find something that works for them. But yep. yeah, we're all happy as a family and, and excited to to see how they go and also to see how they go with their learning um, yep. and, and in that environment, having been on the road for so many years, it'll be interesting to see how they are, um, you know, academically with with other children and what the teachers say. And, and obviously, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity for them to share about their travels and, and all of that, which I think as a whole is really inspiring yeah, for other kids definitely. Um, to hear as well, you know, having a few students in there that have been travelling Australia and sharing those stories and sharing those memories. So, yeah, I'm excited for them.
0: Well, I'm super excited for you guys and I can't wait to chat to the girls. Maybe we can even get them on here one time and um, have a chat and talk to us about how yeah. they're going in their new Steiner school. That'd be awesome. For sure. They'd All right, like lovely. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm sure it was very, very helpful for other traveling families out there and those that are looking to travel and uh, educate yeah. their kids on the road. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I'll no chat worries. to you soon. Well, I'll be seeing you very, very soon. You will. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by My Life Health Happiness, helping you create a life with more freedom and choice and becoming the happiest and healthiest version of you.